What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Excuse the Annoyance BTE's exclusive sports podcast, episode two. Got my boy here, Brandon, with us again. We got yes, that boy, sir. Isaac, actually in the house, who missed episode one. Are you, you excited, brother? Yeah, I feel a little bad I missed episode one, but, you know, nah, yeah. I'm here now. I'm here now, and obviously I'll hit every lock, and uh, we can finally have some winners this episode. Oh, shit. He came in talking the heat, talking the heat. Um, before we get that, dive right into this football season, um, I just want to shout out all the platforms that we're on. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. And uh, you can access all those links through Anchor, which you can get on all of our social media platforms, um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, actually, I don't even know if we got a Facebook, but if we do, shit. Bad Talk Entertainment, look it up. That first weekend of college football, I'm not gonna. I don't know about y'all, but I, I've never been so no, excited. That felt good. Yeah, that, that felt, felt good. right. What if a no, great week. Felt good. Bro, I was watching watching uh, Ohio and Ohio State and Minnesota on a Thursday night, and I was like, "That is the best. This is this is feels so good." Which, and then that sat, that Saturday was unbelievable, though. That was, was a good game better. until Minnesota's running back got hurt. I know that dude was good too. He looked great. And I feel kind of bad that that happened to him. That sucks. But at, at Ohio State looks crazy. So, yeah, uh, that is the best feeling though. Having that for after labor, uh, now and now after Labor Day, this really feels like like football is actually starting. I'm excited Maybe, about it. The leaves are about to start blowing, it's about to start feeling good outside. Oh, wow. Um, I, I mean, I know probably how me and Brandon felt about Saturday, you know, diehard Longhorn fans, but uh, who, who would y'all say was the most impressive team this weekend? I right, right? Bama and it's gotta be and Bama. Why? Because they found another quarterback. They got another wide receiver. Defense is on Freshman. point. They're they're the shit. I mean, I mean that's bad. That, that they're the bad. team to beat. They're the team yeah. to beat. Yeah, it sucks to. That's like a chalky pick. That sucks to say, but Miami was what fourteen, and yeah. Bama, Bama and Bama. I mean, that wasn't even close. Like that wasn't even like a game. And just and just think that was just week. That was just week one for them. That was a. You know, with the, freshman with quarterback, freshman. week one. Yeah, like, yeah. That, they're, they're not even close to where they're going to be. So, so y'all think that was for sure more about Bama just being that cold rather than Miami just being a little overrated? Or maybe both? Both. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, I, I mean in, in Miami, I mean, it is week one, which is tough for college. Um, it's kind of hard to know what their team looks like. So I won't be, like, shocked if Miami comes back and wins 10 games and looks good. But – I mean, that was tough. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, they, they look like they didn't even belong on the field. But, I mean, Alabama yeah. goes like three deep all NFL players. It's ridiculous. That defense, I mean, what was, ha- was, they were wreaking havoc. What happened that one year when uh, Notre Dame and UT played that first week? I mean, um, yeah. Yeah, and we're back. Wasn't, yeah, wasn't Notre Dame like five and then they just lose to UT, who ends up winning like six games that year? Was yeah, that I think, the year? I think, I think we ended up they were both. Like six, they, were both they were both bad. Notre Dame and yeah. Texas were both bad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like you don't, you can't tell week one what's what each team looks like. Like, you know, they might end up, uh, they might end up figuring it out. But that was embarrassing. I was like, this is hard to watch. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, like Clemson played Georgia, so it's tough to even kind of down them at all. But like the ACC, it's like Clemson right now. I mean, Miami could come back and compete in the ACC because I mean, who else is there? Who else is going to be the top dog in Clemson? I mean, other than Clemson, you know what I mean? Georgia um, looked good though. Georgia's defense looked I mean, good. Dude, that um, score, the score was really three three. Like they looked. 
legit. It really was. Um, they're both, both the defense looks pretty good. Uh, but again, it was just week one. Offenses are going to be a little rusty. I, you know, watching that Penn State Wisconsin game was very rough. I, I was almost unenjoyable to watch. Um, I kind of was tuning into that Oklahoma game. Obviously, I'm a Texas fan. I'm gonna watch a little bit of Oklahoma, see what we're messing with this year. I thought Rather would have played better. He did not. Yeah. Uh, but again, it's week one. But as of right now, I think OU's weakest point of their game is their uh, defense. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, that was that kind of gets right our next thing. Over, most overrated team, and mine was going to be Oklahoma, and not because obviously I think five, six games from now we're going to see a gauntlet from Oklahoma. They're going to be they're going to be good, but they they won by five at home in a home opener against Tulane. They were up yeah. thirty five to fourteen in the first and, half. Like, and Tulane had a chance to win the game on the last drive. They should have won the game. Probably yeah. should have won the game, honestly. But it does. But this is, I mean, this is what Oklahoma does usually, though, right? I mean, their defense is terrible. They have a quarterback, and they're just hoping to hang sixty on everybody. So, uh, I just Rattler, Rattler, I though, think Rattler's really good. I, think I just so? think he's really good. Yeah, I do. Man, I thought he would have cleaned up his um his little miscues, his little accuracy stuff. You know, because the ball pops off his hand. The skills there. He's uh even after week two, he's still the second you know favorite to win the Heisman. You know, he the skills there, but. When you see the picks that he throws, it's like, dude, what were you looking at? You know what I mean? And yeah, I feel like he, Mahomes it, had some of those in college, and he does right. have that type of arm where it's like, if he wants to launch that bitch 70, it's getting launched 70. Like, yeah. he's got a powerful arm, and it does pop off his off his hand. But I, I'm with Brandon on that, though. Like, he, he does so many moments where I'm just in, like, in big games, NFL games. Like, I, he just makes throws. It's just like, those are going to get picked. Those are going to get tipped. They're going to get picked. Like, that's, you're, not, you're not hitting that throw. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I, I just – I see a guy like that, and I'm like – you clearly see how talented he is. And in college, every single week, you, those guys usually get better. He, he took um, over the number one quarterback in the draft, right, over Howell. I know it's only week one, but they yeah. had Howell over him and a lot of mocks <laughs> and stuff. And I was like, how the fuck did we learn from Mitchell Trubisky? I know. Yeah, and Howell and UNC, like, talk like, that was horrible. You're the only game on Friday night. And uh, it was Virginia Tech, right? And Virginia, yeah. And yeah. I, I don't even think Virginia Tech. I was looking at the lines, and I was like, okay, Virginia Tech must is not – must not be that good this year. I don't know. I don't watch a lot of ACC football. But, like, that wasn't – like, how it was, it was horrible. He had some horrible picks. And their O-line. Their O-line was terrible. But, I mean, my goodness. That was bad. That is a bad look for a guy who's getting ready to go into the draft and is supposed to be a top pick. Y'all so, got we'll a, see that. Y'all got anyone else y'all thought was uh, overrated? Oh, uh, uh, Indiana, obviously. That was shocking. I, I, I was thinking before the season Indiana would be really good. I like Phoenix. I thought he was – yeah, no, that was horrible. They, I was that game was on at the bar. I was watching it. At, it wasn't even like every single time I looked up, I was getting the ball back. So that was bad. Uh, this isn't an overrated player. This is a player to watch. Um, I don't know if y'all tuned into that Ole Miss game. Uh, that was what Monday. Uh, yeah, Monday night. Monday night. Louisville. Matt Coral. Is that how you say his name, Matt Coral? Yeah, yeah, he looked really fucking good. And yeah. He's a player to watch. Uh, I don't know if Ole Miss is uh, ranked or anything, but he can definitely get them on their way oh, for yeah. sure. There's uh, a lot of good SEC quarterbacks this year. There's about yeah. like five or six guys that are going to be like really good. So, I, I don't know. I haven't, I didn't – I wish I watched more college football. Honestly, it's just – I don't know. Mizzou's no good, so I don't I don't ever get like too into it. But the thing that I saw on Saturday was every SEC quarterback. Like Kentucky's quarterback looked great. Ole Miss's quarterback looked good. Uh, Coral looked good. Mississippi State's quarterback looked great. And there was one other one where I was watching. I was like, okay. Alabama. SEC. Well, obviously, yeah. But then Bryce Young, obviously. So, I'm like, at this point, they're like, if the SEC has quarterbacks like that and offenses that are high-powered, 
I don't know who's going to compete with him outside of Ohio State. Thing is, right now, the SEC's coaching staffs are crazy. Like, every yeah. one of the head coaches, you go down to each program, and they are fucking stacked. So, the yeah. offenses are going to be actually nice for once. Like, all of them are going to be. Bama getting Bill O'Brien as their OC. Yeah. Like, that's just Everybody hated him because he's coaching in the NFL. And it's like, first off, he still was – he was a shitty GM kind of. For, yeah. You know, he was kind of doing the GM job. And he was still winning 10 games. Like, no, the, that was his that, only real mistake is yeah. that he just shipped all the good players off. Like, like that dude can he, coach. He can coach football. Yeah, and he, yeah. now he's now he's gonna turn Bryce Young into a fucking monster. Speaking yeah. of coaches, um Chip Kelly got a big win this weekend. Hey, Oregon looks good. Oregon two and zero already, they look good. I'm not gonna lie. If Kelly can actually like what is this, his third year, fourth year? I mean, like if he can if he can actually figure it out or I'm sorry, not Oregon. I'm so stupid. Uh, uh, UCLA. UCLA. Yeah. UCLA. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you UCLA threw me off. I was like, wait, hold on. <laughs> no, I was like, no, for a second I thought <laughs> I fucked up. No, their quarterback looks good too, though. Uh, Robinson, it's something. He's got like two names. It's like Robinson Smith. But I know – I remember watching them last year. I was like, this team sucks. This quarterback sucks. I watched them multiple times, bet on them multiple times at those 11 o'clock games, and I was like, this team is terrible. I was honestly Dorian, like, Kelly will be Dorian, Dorian Thompson Robinson. There you go, yeah. And uh, I was like, I that's a name that. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and he's been there for a couple of years. And I and I, I was watching him. I was like, this doesn't look like the same guy I saw last year. Because I was like, hey, I'll bet against UCLA all season. I did it last year, and I made some money betting against him. But uh, I was thinking, like, Chip, Chip Kelly, give him some time on the program. Everybody was giving him shit because right. his first year. It's like, give him a couple of years. Let him get some players in there that he, he, he you know, he's – he, he brings he, in, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so right now, I know it's a little too early. It was week one. But who would you say is top four right now just – off the top of your head, seeing a little bit of him, seeing a little bit of all the teams play, uh, you know what I mean? So Bama's I mean, one, yeah, Bama. for sure. yeah, Bama's one for sure. You got, and you're going Georgia too, right? I mean, uh, Georgia's got to be in there. Yeah. Uh, what about Ohio State? I think Ohio right. State, yeah. And I guess oh, Ohio, so Ohio guess, State it, is number two right now. Uh, Georgia's number three, just because again, I mean, they didn't show me much, but defense. I mean, they still have to put up points on the offense. They had scored zero offensive touchdowns. Yeah, so, but that's against a team like that is also good. But Ugalele's and Ugalele's yeah. supposed to be like insane, and they just straight up. I mean, I think Clem, uh, didn't Clemson have like negative two rushing yards or something like that? Yeah, it was like bad. I know sacks. No, I know sacks count against in college, which has got to be the dumbest rule ever that sacks count as uh, rushing yards. But that's still ridiculous. Like the fact that they're not even getting positive yardage. Like, that's just stupid. They might have had two or something like that. But I don't know. I, I, I personally would put Ohio State ahead of them, literally for the fact that uh, I just don't think Olave and – I think Olave and Wilson will be open every single play. I don't think they will not never not be open. And I don't care who's playing quarterback. They'll be able to get the ball to them. And after the catch, they're going to score it. They're, they're going to be ridiculous this year. I bet they each – I bet they combine for 30-plus touchdowns easily. Uh, that, yeah, I mean – that dude, Olive's fucking unbelievable. He would have been a first-round pick last year, and that wide receiver class might have been, like, going into a draft the best ever. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I think, but, I think Wilson could, too. Like, they're both that good. They're, like, the top – literally probably the two best wide receivers in the nation, in my opinion. They're insane. I would say but, after one week, I, I, I don't care. I mean, like we're saying, Clemson lost to Georgia, and Georgia's defense might be the best in the country. I would put Clemson over Oklahoma still. Like, if you put them on a neutral side, I, 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 I think Clemson wins. Like, I don't want to be the only one not saying that. I, yeah, I, I don't want to be the only one. I would have no problem with that. OU is A and M I mean, a fucking top five team? Same. I, I have OU. Here, like. I have OU below A and M just for now. Just for now. 
They both played <laughs> shitty teams, and one of them blew them out, and then the yeah. other one almost lost. You know what I mean? That would suck. I, as a biased Longhorn fan, if A&M and Oklahoma are in the top four. Oh, my God. That would oh, suck yeah. ass. I'm not even a UT fan, and I don't want to see either of them up there. <laughs> Dude, and that sucks that – like, and the thing about A&M is they, in the last two years, have had insane recruiting classes. And they have, like, some – I think they're, like, top five. I read something that was, like, they're, like, top five in the nation in returning starters. Like, they're just – they're kind of stacked. And yeah. that sucks. And but, it's another example of just coach setting up a program. Like, Jimbo's finally getting kind of into his – Three, four year, like got some players that he recruited. He got in there, and and now he's starting to build a program, which could be fucking legit. Oh, and by the way, I I just looked at the rankings. I might even notice, but Ole Miss jumped from like unranked to number twenty. Damn, just yeah. from that big win. Yeah, I mean, how Virginia many t- how many ranked teams lost? There's like a bunch that jumped in. I think it was yeah. it was nine or ten. I mean, it was like quite a few. A UCLA UCLA went from unranked to sixteen. Virginia Tech went from unranked to nineteen. Um, Auburn went from unranked to 25. Hey, Bo Nix, I think he's trash. He looked good. That was the other guy I was going to say. Wait, UCLA looked, jumped to 16? Yeah, but they're, they've played two games already, so they have a little bit of a head start. But mm, that, that is still – I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Kelly might – if he – if yeah, they go on the line – be huge. I mean, I'm not, not rooting for the guy. Um, you know, it's kind of fun when these Pac-12 big schools are kind of good. Uh, I don't think the Pac-12 is very good. Um, I mean, I just typically – I just uh, – they always – I was, I'm I am a little biased. I mean, they got like five ring teams, but I'm a little biased because I hate. I don't want you to see USC in the top fifteen every year and then they disappoint. Right. Yeah. But um, well, A and M's gonna have to show us some stuff later on in the season. Obviously, they're gonna play Bama. They got to play Bama good. They also have to play Ole Miss this year. Um, Auburn is actually ranked number twenty five. You know, that's not an easy game either. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, there's some other games like I know LSU lost their week one matchup, but again, you can't just overlook LSU. That like, was crazy. Yeah. LSU did not look good. No, they didn't. Hey, Ogeron. Ogeron. Oh, legit. Like, is he already? Like, bro, you just won the national championship, like, what, yeah. three years ago, two years ago, whatever it was, because COVID. I mean, it didn't really stop anything. But, like, now he already – if they go below 500, his job is fucking – he's on the hot seat. Like, that shit is oh, yeah. And, I mean, especially when you – that was like – I mean, what – honestly, what was coaching doing for that team? That was no, 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 first off, him. well, Joe Brady. Oh, Brady. No, yes, Brady, Joe Brady, Brady was, was coaching huge. that team. And then Burrow, and then Ch- I mean, like the receivers. I mean, like uh, uh, Jefferson, and then Ceh. Right. I mean, like that team was just stacked. their entire offensive lines in the NFL too. Yeah, the, the entire, entire the entire team was stacked. It was one of the greatest, most talented college football teams ever. So now it's like, okay, well, uh, what is Ogeron even doing? Um, which in college, I do think head coaches mainly just recruit anyway. But, um, yeah, I mean, he but got even most of those USC players, I don't even think he was – I don't even think most of those players he recruited. I think he, he just yeah. kind of inherited some of those dudes. But, uh, all right, Oregon versus Ohio State, week two, huge matchup. I think it's number 12 versus number two maybe, or 12 number three. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Ohio State, minus 14 and a half, over under 63 and a half. Let's win some people some money. What are we thinking here? Did y'all watch Oregon? I, didn't. I did not. not I did not either. Uh, this, uh, this is why it's a little tougher for me to uh, like bet. But. Most most of the money is on Ohio State, like eighty four percent cash, fifty eight percent tickets. I don't know. I mean, that's a lot of points. I, I I have a hard time believing that they'll have. But playing in Ohio State, like in Columbus, I didn't really watch Oregon. I'll just admit it. But if I was going to bet on this game, I'd be betting Ohio State and probably over sixty three and a half. I'll take it. I think it'll be a shootout. I just see Damn. Ohio State's going to score a ton. I of think points, the over is the lock. 
The over seems like a lot to me. Yeah, I would. There's a ton of money on the under right now. Like a ton of money on the under. So you never know. But I I genuinely have a hard time believing that. Just the fact that Ohio State is uh, that good. I think it takes Vegas a couple of weeks to kind of see what these teams are and they oh, start yeah. to find that fucking that really good median. No doubt. But, uh, yeah. As of right now, I think uh, week one is like a lot of non-offensive, you know, games. And I think week two, people find a game plan and then they go with it. Again, uh, we were looking before this podcast, Ohio State has two of the top uh, top uh, wide receivers in the, uh, in the nation. So I think they're going to put on a show and they should put some <clears> points this week. And we didn't watch the game, but that game one was uh, Fresno State. Yeah, I was just I was seven. just about to say that they beat Fresno <laughs> they, State by seven. And going into the fourth oh, quarter, it was tied. Shit. Going into the fourth quarter, it was tied. So I mean, like, uh, I like I'm switching a little bit here. I like the but, I Ohio State the points, and I might take the under there just because yeah. Ohio State will put up. Oregon's had a good defense the last few years. Ohio State puts up probably 38. They're not scoring. They've got. They've got two of the best edge rushers, like, in the next draft. Like, Oregon's uh, – they got Thibodeau, who people are saying is, like, the best defensive player in the nation, and they got another dude on the other edge who's apparently supposed to be just ridiculous as it well. Makes sense. So. That makes sense why all the money's going on that. The yeah. Fresno State well, quarterback uh, went 30 for 43 for almost 300 yards and a touchdown. It looks, well, like I they, mean, it looks like they have run defense, though. I mean, they could not do anything on the ground. Yeah. I mean, the thing, the thing that I've seen all preseason when looking at college stuff is that Kayvon Thibodeau, like he's in the Heisman he's watch. He's in the Heisman watch and he's a defensive end. I think he's supposed to be like a top five pick. Like, I mean, I, I just said, but apparently also I just read that he got hurt last week. So never know. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he sprained his ankle. So that, that, I mean, honestly, that makes a lot more sense now. Ohio State, 14 and a half makes a lot of sense. I'm leaning that way. I'm leaning Ohio State minus 14 and a half, and I actually would switch to the under because I think Ohio State's not putting up 40 or more, I don't think, on Oregon's defense, especially if they got talent like that. And Oregon's not putting up a lot of points, I don't think. If their quarterback didn't even throw for over 150 yards against Fresno State. Against yeah, through a couple picks. Yeah, um, all right, next game, which, I, look, it's a top 10 matchup. I really don't give a fuck. Iowa versus Iowa State. That is a boring ass game. Whatever the under is, I'm. I'm yeah, that is a boring. I don't know what the under game. is. It's minus four and a half. Iowa State is the favorite, and it's over forty six. Over under. 46. Yeah, that's not it, brother. In college, forty six. That's just. Hey, what, what is it like? Six years ago, they played each other, and they were like a. It was like a top ten matchup as well. It was like the worst and football it, game I ever it was, played. It was a horrible game. It's like ten to three was the final score. Yeah. The hammer, uh, the under. <laughs> I'm ready for Iowa State, though, only because, like, I want Texas to beat them eventually, and I want them to, you know, look a little bit better. Yeah, I was do, th- do the same way. I do think Iowa State's supposed to have a legit offense because um, they still have a – they have that quarterback still, I think, right? Um, the guy has been there forever. I want to say his name is Purdy, maybe? Oh, yeah, Brock Purdy, yeah. Brock Purdy, he's yeah, been Brock there for Purdy. three or four years, and I think their offense is supposed to be legit. Um, their coach is good, too. I mean, he, he came from Ohio State, and he's he's built them into a program uh, in the country, and they used to be terrible. Matt Campbell. Campbell? Yeah, Campbell, Matt Campbell. Yeah. And he always gets – he gets offered a job oh, every offseason. Their running back is called, too, Brees Hall. Yeah, um, yeah. He's actually really good. So, honestly, I mean, you never know, but what Iowa did to Indiana. Like, I was watching that game on Saturday. That was like hard to watch. Like it was just. I'm not gonna lie. I think they forced like four turnovers. I think on Phoenix with last year, the Big Ten getting the head start on the season because of COVID. 
a lot of those Big Ten teams that end up getting ranked higher than they've ever been in their entire lives, like Indiana, were not that good. Because like, slowly yeah. as the season progressed, they, we were like, they're not that good. And they came into this season still, they brought back all the starters because none of those dudes were going to the NFL. So they were, they're getting higher ranked. I don't, I don't think Indiana – we're getting to the end of the year and Indiana's going to be like five and seven and it's going to be like that win was a real – I mean, and that that's tough because I I was watch I watched them quite a bit last year. I bet on them quite a bit and because I liked their quarterback. Mm. And then he tore his ACL like week seven, and then they just went downhill from there. But um, yeah, I, I don't know if they lost a bunch of guys or something, but that was pitiful what they did on Saturday. Yeah, so I think we're probably all leaning Iowa State there and the under and over. I wouldn't even touch that with a ten foot pole. I'm not even yeah. putting my money on that at all. That would force me to watch that bitch. Um, yeah. Are y'all got anybody on upset alert? Any of the ranked teams? We had like 15 this week, so somebody's got to go down. Yeah, I mean. Uh, the matchups aren't that, as good this week, though. That's the thing. No, it's not. I'd hate to say it, but Texas. I do think Texas is – that's tough. I mean I, – I, I, I always have Texas on upset, and that's just yeah. because I've been watching them for the last 10 years, just yeah. playing down to the competition. Um, but I'm not going to lie, Texas looks <laughs> different this year. Um, I think Bajon is one of the – best running backs they've had in years uh even even Deontay Foreman he looks way better than Deontay Foreman he looks like legit like he's gonna come in he's gonna be a first round running back he's gonna start day one he's gonna be playing on Sundays for sure he's a legit oh. Heisman candidate he's he's a he's a shit and you know what's funny if you watch the Texas game Sarkeesian is building everything around him like he wants him to touch the ball 25 times yeah, that no, that, that that that's what was the best thing to me about that game was like his. It wasn't even like his open touchdown that was like his best play. Like he had a, it was third down and seven on one play, and he had three dudes on him behind the line of scrimmage, gained nine yards. Like he just he breaks dudes off, he throws them off of him. He looks like he's always finding the right hole. I was, this is a different type of running back, and that that shit that makes me excited. So I don't, I just don't think Arkansas can handle B. John Robinson. I think he's gonna end up putting up two hundred all-purpose yards. Uh, I'd say USC. But, USC's playing Stanford. I'll be honest, I haven't watched really either of them, but I just every year I'm waiting for USC to fall apart. It's a good uh, man, I'm trying to pick a upset for a team that's like, you know. I do think I've read like, that Stanford's yeah, horrible. Like, yeah, well, I don't want like a 24. Because like, I, I do think fucking uh, Utah's going to lose. Yep, that's one. BYU. Yeah. Um, you know what? Ah, no, nah, that's tough. Uh, oh, that's tough. <laughs> I'm telling you, these matches are hard. Here, Every spread's like here, minus 15. Because I'm over here like, man, maybe Ball State. But I have, have I watched Ball State ever? No. But I'm just like, I just saw how Penn State played last week, and I'm just like, that was pitiful. No, but I mean, 22 and a half. You lock that in. You say, hey, yeah, 22 and a half. Under? Yeah. Or uh, No, that's 22 and a half favorite for Penn State. I mean. Yeah, it's almost a lock, yeah. I mean, A&M, I just, on I the, just A&M, just, A&M on the road to Colorado. Hey, that's 17 points plus plus 17 Colorado. That sounds great. I would love Colorado that. won 35 to seven week one. Yeah, mm. and, I mean, they did play a shit team, mm. but still. Uh, I know. I mean, does Notre Dame come out and look bad again? They should have lost. Good, dude. Year. They, they should have lost uh, against Florida State. Like there are multiple times Florida State could have won that game, and I don't think Florida State's good at all. You know what's you know what's really bad is that Miami's only favored by nine points to Appalachian yeah. State. Yeah, that's bad. That is bad. I mean, they they got destroyed. But honestly, it might it might be good to hammer. I would hammer. I'd hammer uh, Miami. Miami. That yeah, that does have that has a game written where they're going to be pissed off and they're going to come mm-hmm. out and they're be like, "We aren't playing 
you know, third string dudes are all going to the NFL with Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, I got my upset. My upset to watch, and I believe it's going to happen, is I believe Stanford is going to beat USC. All right. Okay. I like that. I, I ride with you there. It's 17 points. If they, that's an, if you win that outright, you're, you're insane. USC, Plus 604. USC played really bad last week, right? I didn't. I thought they were bad. No, they beat San Jose or, or, State pretty handily. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember who I was watching. And Stanford's singing, a big but... school. I yeah. like uh, I like BYU beating Utah. That'd be my that'd be my ranked team. I know I, I I know I've read something about Stanford's offense supposedly is like terrible. And like I read some Pac-12 preseason thing, and they're like, yeah, Stanford's not going to do anything. So but, just quick you know recap. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna retract on my Stanford. I just saw who they lost to in Week One. <laughs> <laughs> they're plus to? they're plus seventeen, bro. Or they lose yeah. to honestly BYU over Utah. I, I could ride with that. I mean, uh, Stanford I lost to Kansas State. The, that's pretty bad. BYU's plus seven football. against Utah. I mean, that's a that's a good number to hit at. All right. for an yeah, if you're a betting man, I would just honestly, I would just hammer BYU. Yeah, yeah right. I, I think I think it's a good one. And the plus seven and that that lines I think changed. I think it was originally closer and there's more money going on uh, on Utah. So. Because I think it was like a minus three or minus four when it opened. So, I mean, I'll take plus seven with BYU. Um, Y'all don't think there's a chance Iowa can beat Iowa State? I think there's a chance. Uh, yeah, there's definitely they, a chance. They, there's, there's a chance. Their defense was ridiculous on uh, on Saturday. So I That mean, game's going to yeah. be like yeah, 21 to 17. That game's going to be way better than not, – not a good game, but I think just close-wise, I think it's going to be like – it's going to come down to a field goal type stuff. Yeah, it, might even go to, it might go to OT. Yeah, it's going to be one of those games. No, I feel it. I mean, and I'm glad we got two pretty much top ten matchups coming up this weekend, so that, that's going to be badass. And let's make a little transition to the NFL season. Fantasy football week one, and we're going to make some week one NFL picks. We got kind of a little week one, well, really a full season pick them kind of thing we're going to do, keep track all season. Loser's going to have to do something at the end of the year, um, picking all based on gambling uh, spreads and over and unders. But first, some fantasy football advice. If you were one of the people that was like J.K. Dobbins is a sleeper, He's a sleeper of the year, and he every you know that sucks. He got that injury. What are you doing right now if you drafted him early? Like if you have him on your fantasy team, he was a starter. Where are you going? Waiver wire? What kind of what kind of players were you hoping you got drafted as a backup? Where are you going with this? I mean, I I have him in the league. I drafted him in the league, and like like the day before it happened, and I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't think I literally don't think there's any like you know what you do is next year you just schedule your draft for after the last preseason game because that there's no good running backs. There's like 15 good running backs right now for fantasy. The one guy that I did pick up that – I mean, I'd pick up handcuffs. If Madison – Alexander yeah. Madison's out there, if uh, – um, uh, the dude I just picked up today is Troy Jones Jr., I think is his name, from um, New Orleans, the backup to AK. Yeah. Because they cut Murray. I Which mean, was crazy. Uh, I mean, they all the reports said that Murray looked horrible in camp, and he got outplayed. He lost his job, and they said, hey, you're going to be the third string. Take a pay cut. And he was like, no. Um, I mean, if Tony Pollard's out there, take him. Hope Zeke doesn't make it through the whole year. I mean, go the handcuff route. Yeah, Tyshawn Johnson is the backup to Gus Edwards. I don't think that's a terrible move at all. Like, I think he might end up getting touches because um, they signed Le'Veon Bell to the practice squad. I don't think he's going to play, but you know, I don't know. That's what I'm doing. I I, I don't think there's like a really Brandon. You were big on Dobbins in the offseason. Did you did you get him on any teams? No, the reason why I was big on Dobbins is I, I drafted him last year. Like, he was going to be the shit, and he was supposed to be, and he started showing he was the shit later on in the year. Um, but it, we had a keeper league, and I contemplated keeping him. 
Why? Because he's a running back. I, I thought he was going to finish top 10. That's a run first team. That's a team that's going to get in the red zone and score touchdowns. Um, I, it, the injury ended up happening before I could even make the decision. I don't think I was going to keep him anyways. Um, but if you are a, a person that drafted early, I never do that. I don't like to. I love yeah, I hate doing last, I love last weekend drafts before, you know, Thursday games and stuff. Um, you have to go dig deep and you have to, you have to think a little outside the box for people. Cause I'm, I'm certain that people are playing with other play, people that are like smart, you know, like a, you know, drafting Trey Sermon. I think Trey Sermon is going to take over that backfield eventually. Um, but, you know, I, one of my biggest sleepers – not sleepers, but um, one of my favorite backs in the league is Tony Pollard. If yeah. if you can get your hand on Tony Pollard, Tony Pollard I think is going to start one or two games just because, you know, Zeke's going to be, a, a you know, a workhorse. And, you know, a lot of running backs in the league can't play 16 games – or now 17 games back-to-back-to-back to back to back every single week. It, it doesn't happen. Um, Tony Pollard is a starter in the league. I think he's just so gifted. Uh, he's a, basically a – I don't know. He reminds me of Chris McCaffrey, just skill-wise. He can do everything. He, uh, Cowboys are trying to give him the ball a little bit more. Uh, kick returns, punt returns. But I mean, he was uh, a wide receiver in college. Like, right. He's, he's, he's legitimately just, just, can catch just the ball. Good. And they um, have said they said they'll use him in the slot some, so you might be able to actually slide him in the flex even if Zeke is playing. And right, he might get enough work. That's how I figure Kenyon Drake's gonna be used in uh, Vegas. Um, I, you know, they did pay uh, Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake's another one, but I don't think Kenyon Drake's gonna be getting most of the carries, just like Zeke. Um, but Kenyon Drake's gonna be—they've uh, been alternating him. They're putting him in the slot. You know, they might line up two running backs. You know, send him out wide for you know routes and stuff. And they're gonna u- utilize Kenyon Drake and his uh, his skills. So yeah, that's I another think player. Do. Yeah, I can't, th- I can't think of one more player, uh, but. Well, yeah, I, I would say if it's a if it's a PPR league and you need somebody like this week, you just you did not go running back deep at all. Cordero Patterson is available in every league, and he's the backup Falcons running back. He's going to get catches out of the backfield, so he could put up a 10, 15, you know, just to put him in there. If you're looking long term, like you're you're just fucked, and you're trying to yeah. find somebody on the waiver wire that you could pick up. The Jets yeah. running back Michael Carter. The only reason I'm saying that he's a rookie. That guy will have that job. He's splitting carries with Tevin Coleman. He will be the starter for the Jets after like week eight, nine. Like week he was good in college. college. Like going actually, into playoffs. What what I've been seeing in drafts is actually people are taking him before Tevin Coleman. You can actually pick up Tevin Coleman. People are not actually oh, yeah, realizing Tevin, Tevin Coleman, Coleman yeah. is actually the starter. Well, yeah, because I just looked at one of my other leagues that I'm in just to see what kind of availability people have, and literally two of the top three running backs available are Michael Carter and Tevin Coleman. So just pick up one of the Jets running backs and, you know, hope that one sticks, and then yeah. that one ends up being your, your running back for the for the year there. But short term, Cordero Patterson's available in every league. He's the Falcons' backup. He's going to get touches, and, he, you know, and if you have return yardage, add him in there for sure because he's going to be returning that, too. Speaking of Cordero Patterson, how do you all feel about Mike Davis? Do you all think Mike Davis is going to be a solid starter? Mike Davis? Like- was the He's best in the NFL last year at, at yards after the touch, like after, after getting hit. Once McCaffrey yeah. got hurt. Yeah. I don't understand why he's just been dismissed. Like they're projecting him to score like 9.8 points in standard leagues. No, he's going to put up more than 10 points as a starting running back. He, he I mean, I think the only question on him will be volume. But like you said, if Cordell Patterson's the backup running back, realistically, how many rushes is he getting? Two, three, maybe? Yeah. I mean, like, I, uh, you don't see him run the ball out of the backfield much. Uh, I mean, they'll use him in the and you know out wide and on swings. But Mike Davis, I think, is like definitely a guy. He's underdrafted. Like he's going to get so many touches that he might only run for 67 yards, 
but he'll get 28 carries and he might get a touchdown. And like, that's yeah, a good a couple you know, catches in there every now and then. Yeah. And that guy's going to be probably your flex, like your, or your RB three, like, you know, so I, I agree. I like, and Mike Davis is legitimately like talented. Like he's not bad. Um, who's a, uh, who's a running back? Say, say you did have JK Dobbins and he got hurt. Who's a running back you might target, but you don't want to overpay, but you think is going to just blow up throughout the season. Like maybe a, a starting running back that might've got drafted in like, you know, the third or fourth round. Is there a running back that pops off? Like a later guy? Trey Sermon has been the guy in late drafts. I haven't uh, been getting that's, him. That's, that's a little bit later. A little that's bit earlier. late. But if you're talking about a third or fourth round, I've been hitting – I mean, I've been – I hate to say it, but I've been hitting a lot of C.H. and Miles Sanders. And it's okay. – I like Miles so, uh, No, I like Miles Sanders this year. So my guy I think is going to blow up this year is DeAndre Swift. Yeah, I think that was one of my two. Yeah. Swift in the PPR league, got, go get that guy. Yeah, go get that guy. He's getting the ball. Bro, and, and and the um the Lions' offensive line is legitimately pretty good. Like it's not bad at all. Like I know it's just the Lions, so people are gonna be like, "Oh, he's not. It's not good." But they're good. And Jared Goff is king of dump the ball off to the running back and hope he takes off. Um, especially when he panics and he doesn't have his first read open. So I agree. I mean, if you can get him in the third or fourth round, like that's. Because yeah, he's in that range still. He's in that higher. Like, I would say uh, my two were him and uh, Chase Evans. Everybody's like James Conner signed uh, with the Cardinals. And, no, Chase Evans is getting the ball. Like, they're going to give him the ball a lot. Conner may get goal line touches, but if you're in a PPR league, Chase Evans is getting that ball. And I, think I, hate, those I, numbers. I, I hate I hate I have I have James Conner in a league, and I'm just like, I don't even think I'll ever play him. Like, I hate <laughs> that. I hate that. Air, that I hate Arizona for him. I don't think he's that talented. Um, no, Isaac, you've always kind of hated uh, James Conner, and I mean that's okay. He's not—he's not special. He's just a solid running back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's nothing yeah. special about him. Um, I just think he's always overvalued. And in Pittsburgh, the line was doing most of the work for him, and I don't know. I just have never been blown away by him. He had that one year. I mean, his first year, right? I mean, his first like right. nine weeks, he was crazy, and then right, right after he took over for Le'Veon, yeah, great year. And then the next year, he kind of got banged up a little bit. You know, that Pittsburgh team was also really good that offensive yeah, line yeah. was crazy Roethlisberger was opened the field up with all his receivers like I don't know James Conner's first year when he started it was kind of set up for not any running back but if you're just a solid running back you were putting up numbers in that offense yeah, I mean, the dude the other dude that I just thought of that if you can get him in the third round which I don't even think he should be going in the I personally think like he should be like late first early second it's Najee Harris like I, I like I've seen him it. go in I've seen him go third round in multiple drafts and I've been like, why did I not just take him second round? I could have just taken him right second round. I mean, it is a little scary because when you got guys like Chubb on the board or Gibson, who I'm high on Gibson, but uh, I was like, man, I don't know. I feel like I have not gotten enough of Najee Harris and I, I think he's going to be crazy. I am high on Najee Harris. And if there's a league that had him going in the third, you invite me to that league next year. <laughs> I'm, I, the rankings I, right I now gave, on Fantasy Pros have him RB13. Like he's he's him, he's ranked low and one. I gave up my keeper George Kittle to draft Najee Harris. Yeah. In the second round, why? Because I think he's going to be that. Th- I think he's going to be better than. Um, I think he's going to be better than Antonio Gibson. That's who I chose over. That's basically who I had a choice of, and I was like, you know what? Give me Najee. He he looked yeah. good in the preseason. I think Ben Roethlisberger doesn't have that same arm. I think they're going to dink and dunk a lot, and he looks like he lo- is uh, special in the open field. 
Yeah, and all they got behind him is Benny Snell, right? I mean, that, yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm not saying Benny Snell's bad or anything, but anything Najee Harris, it's not like Benny Snell can do anything Najee Harris can't. So go go look at running back rankings. You won't find another Pittsburgh running back for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it right now, and I don't know what happened, but they do have Najee Harris down. 10 spots. I don't know what no, happened. I'm not going to lie. I'm with Brandon on that. Whatever league you got him in the third round in, like, I hope it's he fell, he fell, have me to it next year. He fell, it. like, early third round, and I was like – I literally was like, I wish I would have taken him because I didn't think he would fall that – I had, did not think he would fall that far, and I was like, well, I had an early second-round pick and didn't take him there. Um, Since I but, was three, the Steelers have – use their running backs like nobody else. Yeah. Like they, yeah. run they them feed them. They yeah, feed them. They just they're, they're going to feed them. They're going to feed them for five years and then just toss them to the side. <laughs> but, you, uh, know, you know who I've actually been very curious on is David Montgomery. Like, I feel like he's getting drafted really high. I'm not going to lie. Probably I'm too him, high. But I didn't know he was RB7 last year, though. Like, I forgot he was RB7. I had him in, my, in my, one of my biggest leagues, and I won that league. And that man from, like, week eight on, he was scoring like two. No, you know what they did was is they finally realized what I've been saying for fucking five years. Tariq Cohen is not good. Don't give him the ball. This guy, this five eight guy is not good. Not even PPR situation. Hey, hey Tariq Cohen hey. is not good. And hey, they were just like, we're fuck? gonna feed Montgomery the ball, pass him the ball, yeah. run him, and he, he's just a monster. Man, I, I really am not high on David Montgomery. Not saying he's not good or nothing. I just don't trust the offense. You know, I like offenses that get in the red zone. And well, they need, a field. Hey, they need to what, play fields. What if fields? What if yeah. fields bro, is if, there? If fields, if fields plays, it could be scary. But, again, he could take a lot of touchdowns from David Montgomery, too. Yeah, right. yeah. He, run, he runs the ball. Uh, jo- Justin Fields running a 4-4 always just, like, I'm always shocked whenever yeah, I hear no, that. I'm always like, I, I don't know. That's crazy. Like, uh, honestly, the Bears are scary if Justin Fields plays. Like, they traded up to go get him. Hey, good shit. It's going to be another one of those. When they finally start playing him, it's just going to be like, why did y'all go through a whole training camp, the whole preseason? You watched all this reps, all these reps, and there's no way you left that thinking Andy Dalton was the better quarterback <laughs> to start for your football team. I think it's yeah. all smoke. Uh, he's no, going to well, start like week three. Like, just what, I've seen, what I've seen is that they said that Nagy basically told him, because they got Dalton way before they got fields, right? Yeah, they did. They, they did. They, when they signed Dalton, one of their selling points was, you'll start day one. Like, you'll Remember be the starter. Tweeted, you got the job. They announced him. QB1. They, they, they tweeted yeah, out QB1. Like, and so it was literally like Nagy was like, I don't want to break my promise to him because they didn't think they'd get fields at 12 or whatever it was. And that is just so stupid because the second you get fields, you got to be saying to yourself, like, this guy is clearly better than Dalton. You don't even need to see him on an NFL field yeah. to know that already. I think the one thing is their line is not great. Do you want him to get pummeled for a year? I don't know. But just but sit him I, out I, against I, the Rams, and then right, after yeah. that, start him. <laughs> after, that, after that, start him. Let's not kill uh, him against Aaron Donald, but then after that. I'm not going to lie. I do think Justin Fields will look at Aaron Donald and be like, I have no idea what to do. He's going to be looking at the sideline to call plays because I, I don't even think he was 100%. calling plays at Ohio State. So – that is I, – I can understand it to a degree. And a, it's just, one, one fantasy tip, though. Soon as you see Justin Fields is starting, Adam Schefter tweets it. Hey, Bears are, go get Allen Robinson and David Montgomery. Go get yeah. those guys if you can. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're – well, uh, or Darnell Mooney. Dude, Darnell Mooney. Mooney, like, Mooney has he, been going uh, pretty really early in drafts, too. Uh, I, I honestly didn't know about him going into the draft. I wish I did. Mooney looks good. Um, and then the other wide receiver that I've been kind of looking at is uh, Curtis Samuel. Yeah. I like Curtis no, Samuel like Curtis. in that. He's not going to be – like, Terry's going to take all the attention. I, actually, Logan that, Thomas, yeah. too. That right there was going to give me my next stop topic, and Curtis Samuel was one of mine. But uh, daily fantasy, I don't really do it that much, but I know it's taken over the world. Like, DraftKings yeah. – um, what's the other big one? I can't tell you. FanDuel. 
Um, mm-hmm. So I know like to win the lineup, to win big money and those different things, you have to have, you can't just like have all the best players because right. it never works out that way. You got to have some sleepers that just pop off for one week, the random dollar player that you picked up. Do y'all have any dollar players for this week? Who, who would be y'all's one or two that you're like, all right, this guy's going to go off and no one saw this shit coming? Um, I, so I don't, I'm, I was trying to pull up the, uh, salaries off the, t- because I don't have them, know them off the top of my head. I don't play that much DFS yeah. either. When I played it, I love it. Um, I'm about to pull up. I'm going to get into right it this in. year. I think I'm going to get into I, it. It is really fun. It is really fun. I actually really enjoy it. Um, I, I have one thing. Oh, I, I think, well, I mean, just off the top of my head, a guy who I bet you is not, um, very expensive, uh, in, is a running back because I think running back is going to be really difficult for DFS because there's not, it's not deep. It's not a deep position. Uh, Chase Edmonds, I think will be like, I'm sure he's not much. And I think he'll be a really good, I I think he'll have like some really big weeks, like really, really big weeks. Yeah. And I like Chase Edmonds there. I think he just might be, I'd have to pull him up myself. I think he might be a little bit more expensive just because he's starting running back. Um, I, what I have right here in front of me is 4,600 on DraftKings, which is relatively cheap. That's okay. like the um, – I mean, that's, that's pretty – I mean, that's, oh, that's no, half – Oh, yeah. That's half of, what, half of what CMC is, you know. Um, so, uh, I mean, he's going for the same amount that uh, Zach Moss is going for. Okay. And I think Chase Edmonds will do – I'm not touching Zach Moss. I don't think there's any value there. So, if he's going in that range, I'm taking him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kenyon Drake for forty eight hundred. Michael, Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup's a good one. Gallup's gonna be yeah. random weeks I where think, he has two touchdowns. I just think uh, everyone's already hyped up on the CD Lamb and Mark Cooper. They're both healthy, obviously. You know they're gonna try to put a lot of focus on that and stop the run game. Gallup's gonna be getting a lot of easy coverages. And Michael Gallup's skilled. Michael Gallup is a good wide receiver. He's really good. He's re- and he's fast. Oh. When they when the Cowboys line up one on one, Michael Gallup with a one on one on a corner. It's a, I know what's going to happen. It's a go route. Yeah, and it's, it's a go route and every toss that bitch up. Yep, every time. Uh, another guy on here, uh, Javante Williams for Denver. Yeah, I think he'll end up being really good, and I just don't see Gordon holding on to that job very long. Um, he's four thousand, four thousand bucks. What if they just? What if they come out and just feed him week one? That one is good because guess what? The Giants ain't blowing nobody out. They're going to be running that ball. Mm-hmm. So this me. Somewhat of a close game. If we were standing on the Broncos, to Corlin Sutton coming off that injury, oh, uh, he, he's been falling in drafts. Good. He is he's good. Uh, hey, I know he's kind of like out. Yeah, he is. Where they're, where they're uh, he's just a better like red zone Judy. target. Well, I was saying yeah, exactly. he's in the same situation where everybody's hyping up Judy, Judy and then Sutton's exactly. falling. Yeah, uh, and Sutton is just as good as Judy. Yeah, what twelve hundred yards and nine touchdowns two years ago? Like, yeah, like he's and he was playing with who? Um, the quarterback Drew that's Locke. starting. And he's got Teddy Drew B this year, right? Yeah, yeah I, and I think I think Which, Teddy B, uh, you know, Teddy B just Teddy B has very good pocket presence, and I think him extending plays and stuff is going to help uh, the Denver Broncos kind of upset some teams sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm looking at the prices, and I've actually I take back what I said earlier. There's a lot of running backs I would take in the lower range. I mean, Antonio Gibson for fifty nine hundred dollars. That's again four thousand dollars less than CMC. I mean, yeah, I got uh, I got Curtis Samuel. So I thought right away Curtis Samuel was one. I just think. Everybody, I mean, ter- hey, scary Terry's nice. Terry McLaren is nice, but yeah. uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think he's going to sling the ball a little bit more than people think, just because the Gibson's there. They, people think they're going to run the ball. Obviously, they're going to run the ball a lot, but they are going to sling the ball. Fitzpatrick does. He throws it up. That's why he throws. A little, he forces some picks. Um, I think Curtis Samuel is going to put up some numbers, and then uh, you know you can find any random week where he might be the number one receiver that week, just putting up really nice numbers. My other one is a super super sleeper. I would love to know what his price is. 
but he's the number one receiver on his football team. Tyrell Williams for the Detroit Lions. There will be weeks where he has two tutties from Jared Goff for like four catches, 128 yards, and two touchdowns. And we're like, how the hell did Tyrell Williams do this? But Tyrell Williams, when he's healthy, he makes plays. Yeah, he's, he's literally Detroit's number you. one. And that what? Who else is even in Detroit? They got a yeah, I couldn't even St. Brown. I yeah, think yeah, that, some random. T.J. Hawkinson. T.J. T.J. Hawkinson is going to get a lot of. I, targets, I'm not but, kidding. T.J. Hawkinson might hit like 200 targets this year. Like that's going to be I'm huge on T.J. Hawkinson. That's that's he's one of like the highest people I think. At that guy. Uh, Tyrell Williams going for forty four hundred dollars. That is very cheap. Um, yeah. uh, who I other- like and who's a rookie and who plays on a bad team. But I'm thinking the quarterbacks to be playing very good this year is Elijah Moore. Yeah, he was Jets. really good in college. I he really was. liked him. Hey, but did, did you see the thing that came out of Jets camp that they had they had like a practice where Corey Davis got targeted every play like 20 plays in a row. Like Zach Wilson people literally wouldn't throw. Yeah, Corey Davis. I don't know why that people getting, are hyping that man up. Yeah. No, yeah. because he's getting targets though. He got yeah. like eight targets in a preseason game in the first quarter. It was like, yeah. what, y'all just gonna throw the ball to him every play? Which means he's getting drafted too low. He's like bottom level bench player on some fantasy teams, and he's going to put up more numbers in it. Guaranteed. So they, uh, I read a report that said uh, a bunch of people were surprised that Corey Davis got all those targets in the preseason game, and then some Jets reporter was like, "Oh yeah, we've seen it in camp every day." Zach Wilson literally just stares him down and throws it to him. Like you know, I was like, "You know, it's weird." I've been seeing, uh, I've been seeing Antonio Brown fall in drafts a lot, and uh, yeah. not that obviously we know Antonio Brown's skilled, and people are scared because you know. Um, you know, they got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Uh, I think it was their first preseason game. He got targeted like nine times or something like that. And, and Tony Brown's going to get the ball still. And he plays oh, on the slot. I just, and Tom Brady you, loves slot How guys. do you do the Bucks offense, though, when you're drafting uh, fantasy, man? It's I, like I, – I, I'm, I'm not taking – I'm not – I'm taking Brady, I'm touch, and that's bro, it. That's it. Me too. You know I just you know stay crazy? away from him. I, I don't have him I, on I, one play. I have I, – uh, I am really low on Mike Evans this year. It's just if he doesn't get touchdowns. He's touchdown. he's, oh, I know I like that. It, it seems like it seems like he's like Brandon Marshall now. Like Brandon Marshall used to be touchdown or bust. Yeah. Like later on in his career, and I I know Mike Evans is only twenty eight, but it just seems like I don't know. Tom Brady doesn't go deep like that no more, and that's what Mike Evans is. Yeah, my uh, problem is watch. He's my. He's still gonna end up being probably their top receiver. It's like I just don't know how to judge them because like I feel I like know. like he's gonna have <laughs> like twelve touchdowns. I'm like oh, I'll just shut the fuck up. But I don't know. <laughs> that's the thing about Evans. I, I every year, year to year, you see so many guys that their touchdowns go up and down like crazy. Like a guy will go drop, he'll go from like fourteen touchdowns to seven out of nowhere for no real reason other than I think kind of luck. Evan seems to get in the end zone double digits every every single year. year. No, it's legit. every single year. Every year. Yeah. Another guy that I was just thinking of before we get to that next topic is uh, you're talking about Tyrell Williams. The same breath. I think Michael Pittman Jr. is going to do the exact oh same thing. Oh, my God. Don't even – like, I think I have him on every fantasy team on my bench because T.Y. I don't know if T.Y. He's not even good anymore, by the way. He hasn't been good in like three years. Yeah. And Zach Pascal and Paris Campbell are the other two top receivers. No, uh, Michael Pittman Jr. came on late in the season. He started getting the ball a little more. And that guy's going to have a good season. And he's legit good. Like, he's legitimately good. Hilton has a neck injury. Is he going to see the field this year? Like, I don't think he will, personally. He barely they, did last year. Yeah, yeah they, they said he's gonna miss first four weeks. He's on the IR list of like where you only you don't have to miss full season, but you miss cut like first four weeks or whatever. They said he's eligible to come back. That doesn't mean he's coming back. Like Michael Thomas is eligible to come back week seven. God knows we're gonna see him, but like I, I just now nah, I'm with you on Michael Pittman Jr. That dude early in the season he's gonna be cheap. Watch for like week eight. He's gonna be fucking expensive on those DraftKings and. Uh, I, I agree because I don't know who else they throw to. 
Like I legitimately – and Jonathan Taylor doesn't catch the ball a ton. Uh, yeah. So, uh, that's – Let's uh let's dive into these picks. What's going on, Potty Mouths? It's your host Darius from Bad Talk coming at you with a quick message to remind you that Bad Talk moving forward will drop every Sunday at 10 a.m. I know it's NFL Sundays, but we're gonna make sure that you have your BTE heat for the week that way when you're going to work need something to listen to during lunch on your way home from work it doesn't matter check us out we are on a lot of major platforms such as anchor breaker pocket cast radio public and last but not least spotify we are on more to get more platforms make sure you follow at bte 2019 on twitter for all bte updates as well as giveaways we have merchandise coming um, so feel free to go ahead and follow ad medine 22 on twitter again that's ad medine 22 on twitter and he is the man that will go ahead and update you with all the merchandise coming we have hats we have baseball jerseys we have shirts we have it all so make sure you guys give us a follow and give us a shout out let us know how we did um and yeah man i look forward to hearing from you guys on sunday Um, let's go ahead let's get back to excuse the annoyance So um, how we're going to do it is we'll pick all the primetime games every week. We're going to have two main games that aren't primetime that we just like. These are the best games also. And we're going to pick those. Everybody picks the spread. Everybody gets one lock that we don't know who their lock is. I'm going to keep track every week. At the very end of the year, whoever did the worst, we're going to figure out. We'll announce on the podcast what they got to do. And yeah, I mean, you know, you never know. I mean, it would be crazy, but just what they got to do. So first game is uh, tomorrow night. You know, my Dallas Cowboys, Isaac's Dallas Cowboys. You're a Dallas Cowboys fan, right? Yeah. Okay. Dallas Cowboys against the Bucks. Bucks are minus eight. The over under is fifty one and a half. Who wants yeah. to start? I'm even see, I'm even seeing minus minus eight and a half now. I think it might have moved since the market. Minus eight and a half. Whatever it is updated. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, all I know is uh I don't know. I might be biased. I think I'd go plus eight and a half Cowboys because I think well, I think Dallas will do the thing where they play up to their competition, like they play down or up to their competition, and then lose a heartbreaker. They might put up like twenty-one points in the fourth quarter and barely come back and make this miraculous yeah. comeback, and then lose a heartbreaker. Where, That's what I see happening. Backdoor cover. It's in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Mm. I am also gonna go with the Cowboys covering, um, and my. Uh, Logic is just based on Tom Brady not playing as good as he does later on in the season. This is the first game of the season, Thursday. Cowboys are a good team. I don't care if Zach Martin's out. That's one offensive lineman. Um, everyone else is healthy for the Cowboys. Literally everyone else is healthy. Well, they're saying um, that Lyle Collins might not play either. Oh, my God. I didn't see that. What? I didn't see that either. He, he's missed practice this week. So. Nah, I think Jerry Jones said it was just a stinger. I don't want to know what Jerry Jones said. <laughs> Jerry Jones shouldn't be speaking on the medical. Didn't Jerry Jones say he likes to eat Whataburger cold? Yeah, yeah, Jerry Jones also dumped an entire salt shaker on a fucking McGriddle. Jerry Jones, I, I don't know how yeah. that – how do you eat that much salt and you're 95? Dude, he, he's, <laughs> His artery's uh, got to be closing. No offense. It's crazy. It's crazy that uh, – no, all offense to Jerry. I'm sick of him. It's crazy that Hard Knocks was so bad this year, but Jerry Jones was like actually legitimately – Are you mad about that, though, as a Cowboy fan? Yep. I'm furious. not, actually. 
I thought it sucked. I keep that shit. I don't want to see. Keep everything real dumbed down. We'll just see Zeke <sighs> eating candy and shit. Like I don't want to see anything detailed out. I, I just feel like a lot of teams going in and get a little too detailed out with their stuff. I, I I I get I get it. I just wanted to be entertained. I wanted football. I was excited, and I thought it was a letdown. But I I think what you're saying makes sense. It's rational. I just I want to see I want to see somebody say some stupid shit. Like I want to yeah. see somebody do some stupid shit. We just and don't. Have, we didn't. Jer- we didn't. We didn't have a John Gruden or like a Chad Johnson or a Teal. We just didn't have that on our team. You know what I mean? We like got a, We Ryan. got a Jerry Jones right there. He's the fucking piggy bank. Just and give all, it to him. And like, all they just showed, have him do it. All they showed was him eating a McGriddle with a shitload of salt on it. <laughs> he literally is right there. Just put the camera on him and let put a mic on him. The dude will fucking give you yeah, gold. It, it it the hard knocks was a little bland and yeah. um and I mean I, it looks like they're trying to make their focus around Michael Parsons and I mean he, he's actually a pretty cool guy. He's gonna be a fucking beast for y'all. Uh seems but yeah, you don't you just wanna have that character guy in you know, his locker room. Um C D even seems kinda chill. I thought he was a little bit more of a character, but C D seems like an introvert. Like he doesn't seem yeah, one hundred percent. He seemed like a dude who was just straight and, up. You don't pick, you know, a great receiver. You just picture them to have more personality. Like most receivers just right. have, like, and they're like that. Yeah. They're more cocky, like. But, but um, you also have Mark Cooper, who's one of the most like non-talkative wide receivers. Yeah, in the legitimately. Like, him being in Oakland was just like every interview was just so bland and just like you know yeah. he wanted to hear what the coaches you know wanted to hear. And so. Dak, Dak is boring. He 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 is. Just, he is he, literally. And that's okay. He's a quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Say, yeah, he's yeah. literally just. He has. He's boilerplate language the whole way. Zeke is a. It literally sounds like a like a twelve year old. Like Zeke. Zeke has he's, a nice character. Zeke he, is dumb as hell. He, he's <laughs> that man has had a shit. lot of hits to his head. <laughs> Holy Christ. shit! I know. I watched the first episode and immediately looked up how many carries he's had since high school, and I was like, yeah, like, that actually like makes two, shit. He's carried the ball like. Carries. It's like no, it's like fifteen thousand. It's like fucking ridiculous. Like he's had a shit ton, and he he showed every carry on. Hard that motherfucker eats a lot of candy too. I was. I like, was God, literally damn. about to say. I was like, bro, no, no wonder, wonder everybody this fucking makes huge. fun of you. Yeah, <laughs> but so, I'll back he, back on it though. I got Cowboys plus eight and a half. Yeah, I'll take it too. We're all, I'm we're all taking Cowboys. Okay. I, I I'm not gonna lie. I might have switched. If, if, y'all, if it was, but you know, I'll take you, know, you both took Cowboys. I want to as a homer, so I'll take Cowboys. I, it's the first game of the season. I just see it being close. What are what are we thinking on the over? I take. I'm not gonna keep track I mean, of the okay. over, but like, I just mainly yeah, I take the over. But want to know what you think? Fifty-one and a half is a lot, but I take it. I mean, I think it'll be a shootout. I think the Cowboys defense will be really fucking bad this year. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the under. Yeah, I kind of like the under as well. Um, Have fun watching right. the game. <laughs> Next game, Steelers versus Bills in Buffalo. Buffalo minus six and a half. I'm yeah, hammering the Bills. Oh, really? The Bills like are gonna. Bills are good this year. Uh, like I Super cannot. Bowl good? Uh, they're in the AFC. Go ahead stuff. and just say it. No, go ahead it's, say no, it. No, they're in the AFC. I think it'll be – it should be Chiefs-Bills in the AFC championship. I think that's All right. right. No, no go, ahead, go ahead and guarantee Bills Super Bowl. Right guarantee now. Bills Super Bowl. Okay, there you go. Uh, I take Steelers. I like Steelers. I think Big Ben is actually going to like play decently. Like I just don't think he's going to kill him. He did. And I saw I think, some highlights out of the training camp. He looked actually like in shape, not yeah. like in shape compared to what he normally looks like. Yeah, I, I know. Do I don't believe not that shit. He's fat. Care. Josh but, yeah. Allen is a top three quarterback in the league, and no, he's, he's going to show it. Good. First game he's of the season. Good. He he looked ready in preseason. I cannot wait to watch this guy and Stephon Diggs have their second year together. Josh Allen went like 11 for 13 
in like a quarter and a half against Green Bay and threw two tutties. Oh my no picks, god! Like did you see? Yards. Did you see it? Did you watch it? Dude, his, I saw highlights. His arms, yeah. lasers. Yeah, bro, his, like his lasers. Arm's crazy. He he is he's got a Stafford arm. And like he good pickup, Emmanuel Sanders. I completely yeah, I know. I, I, I picked him up. Yes, I drafted him. Yeah. I I realized that he's on the roster and um, he's going to play for minutes. He's been playing good the last two years since his big uh what Achilles injury. And yeah, I mean he's not going to throw to Diggs every single play. So yeah, they got a legit decent tight end. He doesn't get the ball a ton, but he, he's legitimately pretty decent. Is it Knox still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, I thought Knox would have name. blew up last Dawson year, Knox. and he just hasn't. But Knox, yeah, Knox is good. Mm-hmm. All right, so wait, hold on. Isaac got Steelers plus six and a half. Brandon's got Bills yeah. minus six and a half. I got Steelers plus six and a half just because I just think they're too well coached to get blown. I think they're actually healthy this year, um, and that defense is fucking legit. So, uh, yeah. Browns versus Chiefs. Chiefs minus six. Oh, wait, real quick. Over under 48 and a half. Steelers, Bills. We don't have to do like, too much into it, but under. Also, I'd say uh, if I knew for a fact T.J. Watt uh, was out, I would go uh, Bills. 48, that's tough. That's like – that's perfect. Yeah, I mean, it's going to – I mean, it's okay. fucking – It's going to uh, be like 47 be points. Would, I'm, not, I'm not putting my money yeah. on it. It's too tight. Over-unders. Over-unders. I'll take the uh, over on that one. Yeah. Over on Vegas, that one. Vegas is – it's going to be 47 or 49. Vegas is fucking annoying. Damn near on the shot every time. Yeah. yeah. Browns versus Chiefs, Chiefs minus six in Kansas City. And I'm seeing six and a half, too. So six and a half. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I'm going Browns, probably. Browns, all the underdogs are covering. Ah, dude, I'm fucking, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You know, I need to switch it up. I'll go Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs, I saw the Chiefs play two series on offense and they scored two touchdowns quickly. Uh, they're not losing a beat, you know, they've been, Hill and Kelsey have been playing together for too long. They're just going to come in there and smash people in the mouth this year. Do you see the, the preseason game where, like, the first play of the game, Hill caught, like, a 70-yard touchdown? Yes, like, no, they, they're going like, to beat the shit. They're winning this by more than six. And they, they legitimately might lose two game stops all season. Three. And I, yeah. I, I, I've never been a big fan of Baker. And Baker just – he just looks like a, a game manager. He'll have those nice throws here and there. But that's a run-first team. And Chiefs are the modern era, you know, yeah. pass first. And they're just going to blow them out. If there's a a argument for the Browns, it's that they have probably the best O line in the, in the league, and then they have literally two like an elite running back, and I'd say a borderline elite running back. And they might just run it down their throats the whole game. Also, a thing if you want to argue against it is the Chiefs defense got a lot worse this year. Yeah, I mean, it's but, never it hasn't been but great. Their O line got O line got way better. It did. No, also they just getting moves. healthy too. Like their all line by the time they got to the Super Bowl was terrible because they had so many injuries. Yeah. You just get get healthy again and then the players that they added. But my, my thing with the Browns is is you're talking about their offensive line and their running game too. They're gonna win in the trenches and the defensive line too. Like Jadavion Clowney's like they're probably, the they're probably Garrett. the most talented. They're probably the most talented team. You start running down the line, right. it's crazy. And how the fuck did they end up with that Penn State linebacker who should have probably been a first round pick, and they got oh, him like J-O-K. the third rounders? Yes. Or, no, the the Notre Dame guy. Notre, Dame, Notre guy? Dame. My bad. Yeah, Notre Dame. J-O-K. Notre Dame. That's what it was. Notre Dame. No, that guy. He was wreaking havoc in the preseason. Like yeah, he looked as good as Micah Parsons. Just I, yeah. And I was. Oh, they got him like the third round. I was like. No, I, I, I still go Chiefs minus six and a half. But I mean, the 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 other argument I'd say is like the Browns are probably the most talented team in the league. I mean, maybe the Rams. Do it, Rams or Browns? Take the Browns. Ram- no, no, I know, I know. I'm talking myself out of it. I want to go with Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. 
I don't right. want to go all underdog. We all went Chiefs there, minus six and a half. All right, Bears versus Rams. Rams are minus seven and a half. This is a Sunday night game. I really want to go Bears seven and a half. That's just – I'm going against. If, I'm going against the Bears until Justin Fields starts. So I, I, That's what I think, too, is like I'm like, I just don't think they'll be good. I just don't I, see how they're good. And I don't think Nagy's a very good coach, uh, personally. I, I like Nagy. I, I don't really think he's that good. I, I, I think he's – I don't know. I think that he could put QBs in a successful place. Like he still put Trubisky in the play. He got Trubisky to the playoffs. Like if if you give him Fields, no, that's a fucking coach. ridiculous I, defense, though. That is true. No, that is true. But I mean, so, but Trubisky was actually like a pretty good quarterback that first year. Yeah, like, like as far as like statistically, he didn't turn the ball over. He completed a lot of passes, and I, I think he just comes yeah. from that 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 tree from Andy Reid, and it's just like if you give him a solid quarterback, he didn't have to be great. You just give him a solid quarterback. Like what Andy Reid did with Alex Smith, he's going to he's because Alex Smith's not a great quarterback. He's just good. You give him a good quarterback, he's gonna make he's gonna make a good offense out of it. You know what I mean? And he's got yeah. weapons too. Allen Robinson's fucking underrated. Oh no, I know. But I said all it. of that to say Rams minus seven. Rams seven and a half. I want to say Rams, Rams seven and a half too because I honestly, I legitimately think for one, McVay will do bad things to uh, uh, the Bears defense, and two, I think you might see. I want to say I'm, I. I have waffled on this a lot. I don't know if we're either – obviously, it's either going to be like, oh, Stafford was overrated this whole time, or holy shit, Stafford's been in Detroit for this whole time, and then him and McVay just become a juggernaut. But – 100%. That's – it's just hard for me to bet against the Rams, man. They look so, – they're so fucking talented. They got the two – probably like two of the top five defense players in the league. Deshaun Jackson is like their third receiver. Which, by the way, is just like a random guy they can just toss up like 80 yards down the field and just toss that bitch up. That's you can crazy. literally see him like running just straight down the scene. Open somewhere. just McVay throwing gonna, yeah. a laser. I know, bro. I know. I, I'm honestly a little worried that the Rams are going to be um, fucking good. I don't really want them to be good. I don't know why. I've been drafting Stafford late as either my backup or even one league he's my starter. And, um, again, if it doesn't work out, okay, I'll be shocked. But, uh, yeah, if you can get your hands on Robert Woods or Cooper Cup or even Tyler Higby, I think Higby is going to have a pretty good year this year. Daryl Henderson. Who would you, like, who'd you like take? Brandon? Tony Michelle. Rams or Bears? Um, minus seven and a half. Rams. Rams minus seven. Did we all go Rams? 46 and a half, kind of a low over. Yeah, I think the Rams could put up a shit in the points. Bears don't have that same defense, by the way. Rams. No, they don't. The Rams defense is a little shaky, too. You know, I know they got Ramsey and Donald, but don't get it twisted. Like, that. that they that lost their safety. Yeah. They lost uh, John Johnson. That dude they, was like the captain. He called plays for him. So that, that, that's tough. And they but lost I mean, their defensive coordinator, too. Now he's a head coach somewhere. I think it might be. Uh, uh, Staley. He's yeah. uh, with uh, the Chargers. He's a fucking yeah. good coach, too. Well, Hunter Renfro was torching. Fucking Ramsey, all fucking training camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, Brandon squad. It's Baltimore at oh, well, almost at Oakland. Shit. How the hell did y'all get Baltimore the at Las night Vegas? Night. At Las Vegas, Las Vegas is plus four and a half. They're underdogs at home, so Baltimore minus four and a half, and the over under is fifty and a half. What are we thinking? Your squad, Brandon. Your squad. Ra- you Raiders get off. Uh, I, I still got the Ravens, but I think the Raiders cover. Uh, this is their first home game in Vegas with fans. I think that's going to be huge, and that's what that's my argument. I, I think the Raiders' team is a little slept on. I mean, they're going to put up points, uh, but uh, their defense is going to be, you know, they got they still got some young pieces on that defense, but I think their offense can make up for it. Darren Waller should have a monster season this year. Uh, you got Isaac. 
four and a half is not very many points, and I think the Ravens are pretty good. Uh, I actually think the Ravens are really good, and I, I just – I'm not high on the Raiders. I don't know why. Uh, Ravens I'll say, I'll say Ravens. Ravens four and a half. I'll admit, though, like that line is close, and it starts to make me go, well, maybe – It's like in the Vegas zone. So Vegas zone, where it's just God, like it's begging motherfuckers like us to be like, Baltimore's is probably they have a chance to be a Super Bowl contender this year. They should they should definitely cover that. Yeah, yeah. And then Oakland saying. loses by like three at the like, towards the very, like two. Mine, and Brandon makes a good point. Like they're playing in Vegas for the first time in that stadium. That's gonna be absolutely. That's gonna be like a college atmosphere. Yeah, it's gonna be insane. It's gonna be insane. So I, put money, night. I was gonna say there's not a lot of money games that are blowouts either. Uh, Raiders actually play pretty good on um, prime time. But the thing is, I saw – just to let you on, though, I saw a crazy stat. So, first game of the season for the Ravens the last five years, they've outscored their opponent 177 to 26. Oh, it's fucking Holy stupid. Shit. No, no, they beat teams like – Last year they beat the Browns like 30 to 0 or something, like 30 to 3. Was so, like, I mean, that, hey, if you think the, the Ravens – if you think don't, the they Ravens, also, don't they also have a thing like where they've won like 20 preseason games in a row or something like that? They're well like, coached. Think, they're, they yeah. just, they're the exact opposite yeah, of what the Cowboys have been was, for yeah. like – 25 years. <laughs> no, they, no, I'm not going to lie. I said it on the first episode of uh, ETA when we were just doing a real quick Super Bowl picks. Man, uh, and we dropped that. I, I had Rams and Ravens in the Super Bowl. I'm high as hell on the Ravens. Like, I, I legit think that Lamar Jackson, he gets a lot of flack with how he's played in playoff games. I think he makes a big leap this year. I think that they surround him with good weapons. I know that they had a couple running back injuries now. I still like Gus Edwards. That O-line is crazy good. The, deal, yeah. the defense is just it's, – it's a Baltimore defense. It's going to be good. Um, and so, I'm taking the Ravens minus four and a half there. But I, I'm also super high on them for a whole season. So Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, last thing. Locks. Do you have a lock? Your one lock that we didn't pick. We'll just pick this one every week. You just pick one game that we didn't the, pick, and you just got to have a lock. I got the Packers. I was about to say that, too. So, you take that. I'll, I'll pick what's the else. What's the spread? You got to pick the it's spread, too. No, well, uh, New Orleans Packers, plus four. Packers by four. Okay. My, Green, Green Bro, Bay. Packers minus four seems just really low for Green Bay, New Orleans game. I mean. That is low. I think the Packers. That, that might be one of those. Saints around. Saints aren't making the playoffs this year, so. I don't think so either. I, I genuinely don't think they will. Um, and, again, if this is a big old fuck you tour for Aaron Rodgers, hey, it's going to start I, on the first week be. one. I think it will be. I'm I like, very I, fucking I like scared. That. I really hope he just doesn't care. And uh, what's his name? John Mulaney, that comedian, just got uh, Rogers. He just came out yesterday, and he is dating Rogers' ex, and she's pregnant. Um, oh, that's fucking wild. And, I didn't know that. Yeah, he said it yesterday. It was so awkward. He's on the Seth Meyers show, and he got like four claps for some reason. So, Rogers, uh, yeah, someday he's going to be fucking pissed. That man might not nut for the rest of the week, and he's just going to come in with <laughs> all of his testosterone and just beat the, the shit out of the lock of the century. No, it is, literally. So I think I'll just change my fucking mind. Are you taking the same no. one? Because I might take the same fucking thing. Well, that was going to be my pick. That was, like, <laughs> that was, that was what I was Aaron thinking. is going to be on a mission. Devontae Adams said yesterday or today, was it either today or yesterday, he came out and said, I'm not signing extension with Green Bay. Like him and Devontae Adams, Rodgers and Devontae Adams are about to go on a fucking just vengeance tour Bro, all season man. and then dip out. Like, God damn. That's crazy. They're literally just going to be like, look at what you motherfuckers are about to miss out on. Like, oh, my God. Damn. Uh, well. Uh, I won't take that just to be uh, just for the I, sake of being I different. An, I, I like another, a lot. I was going to say, I, I legitimately think every line on here, I like am pretty confident 
I have which is lot. not a good sign, everybody. Oh, I'm, I'm not, not betting. Put your money. I'm not going to bet on any of these. No way. No, I have. I have a lock. I have another lock. Uh, the Jaguars are going to be the fucking team yes. for more than three. Yes. Texans <laughs> the are Jaguars. going to be the worst well, team think, in no. the NFL, and it's going to be close. Did you see they traded Bradley Roby today for yes. nothing? Bro, like I'm he's, telling he you, like it's full on tank, and you better bet on Trevor Lawrence's first win being week one. Oh, and he might throw for five touchdowns. Um, that would be insane. I'm not going to – I mean, like, there's probably so many games on here that I'm like, I love that shit right there. Like, I want to take – like, Bengals plus three against Minnesota. Fucking lock it, dude. They're going to beat the piss out of Minnesota, I think. Like, I think Burrow's going to come out and be like, hey, I fucking love football first game back. I'm just balling. No, he covers. There. Never forget. Uh, yeah. Of, uh, Atlanta minus three. I think Philly's going to suck. That's my luck. I think Lots Atlanta sucks too, but I like it. Like at I home, they're beating that shitty ass Eagles football team by more than man. Two. I don't want to bet against know. Philly this year. Oh, man, Philly, Philly is a big question mark for me. I still don't know what they're going to look like. I think they'll be really bad. They're going to be awful. I, I think they'll I don't be know. really bad. They got bad. a good coach. They got really, they really do have a good coach. I, I mean, I don't even know. Like, I want to see Sirianni coach first before I say that. Like, I, I mean, like I, I've seen so many coaches who are like no names come out of nowhere. Well, first off, I didn't even know who the fuck Sirianni was when they hired him. Like, I don't think I've ever ha- heard of a coaching hire where I was like, who the hell is that? And I no, looked it up and I was like, oh, he was the Colts OC? Okay. Well, did, cool, part of I his guess. press conference, he looked dumb as hell. And oh, my God. That first one was shit bad. about that. But I, I've heard he's a good coach. I don't know too much about him as well. But, I mean, I've heard he's a good coach. So. Do y'all see an yeah. upset happening this week? Um, um, I would have said well, I would have said all right. So when the line opened up, the Chargers were actually favored over Washington, which I thought was fucking insane. Why it's in Washington? Not that yeah. they're that much better than the Chargers, but they, the Chargers should not be favored over them. That that defense is legit. Um, so that would have been my upset: Washington winning. But now it's a pick 'em from what I'm seeing. I guess maybe in some lines it's plus one. Yeah, plus um, one Washington. That's basically one. even, so that's not really an upset anymore. Um, yeah. I would say Dolphins over Pats. Just because, I mean, really, do we know what Mac Jones is going to be like? The Dolphins. I like, I like that one, too. I like uh, – I'd say Jets over Panthers. Panthers are four and a half, and I'm like, I think Zach Wilson might come out in ball. Like, re- he might be really fucking good. Man, I don't know. Dude, I, like the, I like the Colts over the Seahawks. <laughs> I think the Colts' O-line is just so good. They're going to run the ball down their throats, and that's how you beat the Seahawks normally. Um, I mean, Russell Wilson, you know, I know he has DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, but, you know, hey, give Wentz, you know – a decent game, and I think they can do it. You know what scares me is I just I, – I cannot see Wentz finishing the game. I feel like the first time he's going to – every time he hits the turf, you're just going to be, like, wincing. Like you're going to be nervous, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tough. Isaac, what yeah. was your luck? Take it down. I don't even think Take I can. Official luck. Uh, I literally – I can't – bro, there are, like, so many good ones on here. Uh, I will go – I will go Bengals plus three. I really like them. And there is so much money on Minnesota, uh, what I'm looking at right now. I want to ride. I like Cincinnati. See, like, uh, I, when, when the Cowboys hurt my fucking feelings this year, I'm going to be a Bengals fan. Like, I'll root weapons. for them. I'm not they, all over. They'll be fun to watch. I hope. That, I wish they would have cleared up their fucking line a little bit. But I think they'll be fun to watch. Yeah, I, uh, I would have gone either Bengals plus three, which Green Bay, y'all have now convinced me. I'm going to be putting half of my rent – on Aaron yeah. Rodgers this, this Sunday. <laughs> He's going to go crazy. <laughs> and and uh, mine's Falcons minus three. And it's not even a biased thing. Like, I am an, I'm not an Eagles fan, but uh, not really. Like Atlanta at home, um, they're not going to be some great football team, but I just – Jalen Hurts, we saw him play last year. He sucks. Like, I, think, I actually am like, on a low-key – 
I, I low key am a Jalen Hurts truther. I actually think he's pretty good. I very I think he's better than people give him credit. He puts for. a massive ceiling on your football team. Yeah, massive. Like his the ceiling is so low on on your football team. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I mean I understand. I I, I legitimately think he's a decent quarterback. I think he's just very underrated. But I don't know if he's a good quarterback. I just think he gets too much shit. But regardless, mine's totally biased. I think the Falcons beat the piss out of Philly. Like I hate Philly, and I think they will lose by. I I do think they, and I genuinely do think they'll be bad. Although I will admit, I think the Falcons. I think the Falcons might be like a three win team this year. Why? Why is that? I mean, like they just are not convinced. Is it just it just because they they have no running backs? I mean, I like Mike Davis. Uh, yeah, that, I I don't think I th- their defense will be bad. I think their defense will be bad. I think Matt Ryan's not really prime Matt Ryan anymore. Um, I mean, no more Julio, which I know he's missed a ton of games, so it's not a huge. Yeah, difference, I like but, Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage is a nice number two. I mean, obviously, yeah, really, really might finish the season a top five wide receiver. Um, and Russell Gage is fine, and Pitts probably should have a crazy year. But um, I got Ridley in the third round, by the way. That's a really good fucking pick. I don't know. I just don't think the Falcons would be good as well. I need to be in that same league. Is that was that in our league? Oh, never mind. I got him in the fourth round. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I was in a draft yesterday where uh, half point PPR Patrick Mahomes went number two. So um, yeah, we uh, we probably need to start getting our, each other into some of these leagues. No, for real. Like this is fucked. This is fucked up. This game. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, need to... I don't. I don't. I don't want to come in there. <laughs> I, I'll come in and be like Patrick Mahomes, the number two pick. Are you crazy? Um, no, seriously, <laughs> bro. I think I went Dalvin Cook, Austin Eckler, Darren Waller, Calvin Ridley, Josh Jacobs. Yeah, well, that's crazy. That's a banger. Say, Jaguars. Jaguars minus three is such a good pick. Houston will lose every game by double digits. I think by week three, you're going to see Houston being like plus 11. They're going to have college spreads. It'll be really bad. They they legit suck. They'll Um, be really bad. Unless they find a way to get Watson on the field, it'll be really bad. And JJ Watt's not even there anymore. Clowney's been gone. Like, no, and Deshaun Watson. What? I mean, does Deshaun Watson got to play? Like, obviously, we don't really know what's going on with all that. But Uh, last thing I saw was he was being investigated by the FBI. So I'm like, there's no way you're playing if you're getting investigated by the FBI. I mean, I, that's fucking crazy. I, mean, I guess it's just Tyrod Taylor's our starting quarterback. That's just that's a tough spot to fucking be in. Um, yeah. and that's like the whole world flipping on you quick because you had Deshaun Watson, you had you know JJ Watt, you got like a future D Hop, and then yeah D Hop was on your team, and now you have Tyrod Taylor and the corpse of Philip Lindsay, Philip Lindsay, David Johnson. Uh, whoever and Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram, <laughs> whatever no, they're just collecting running back they have. They're just fucking collecting. Uh, oh, and Rex these Burkhead's random... ass, who was yeah, playing in Plano, co- Texas, like twenty years ago. They're collecting random ass running backs for no reason, and I, I honestly like. I kind of like David Johnson. Like, I think he's decent. I don't know why they picked up Ingram and Lindsey, but I don't know what the hell they're doing. It does not make sense what they're doing at all. But if they can start gathering picks together, maybe they'll be good. But right now, they look like they'll really be really fucking bad for the next like seven years. I mean, I can tell you right now, and I know what we're doing is we're betting against Houston every week. Um, oh, I mean, until until those spreads start getting like plus seventeen, like yeah, I'll be I'll be riding against Houston all year. So we knocked out those picks. Um, uh, we pretty much focus all on football. We'll obviously expand out in all sports. Some big things are coming up: UFCs, boxing matches, basketball. Uh, we're all three not huge baseball guys, so I mean, we'll touch on the baseball playoffs, obviously. For everybody. when it gets October, but yeah, when September, it gets close, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like later in September, the race gets a little better. Um, but uh, we just wanted to get heavy in the football. We're gonna be doing the picks every week. Like I said, I'm gonna keep track all the way through. 
um, and you know whoever gets last. And Darius will be involved in some of these some of these picks and some of these weeks. But now that he's missed the first week, it'll be us three right here on making the picks and keeping track because um, he'll obviously be behind on score. Um, and anyway, we just wanted to knock that out. But I just wanted to re-shout out. We're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker. Um, you can access all these links through Anchor, which will be tweeted out, put on Instagram. Um, these guys will tweet them out as well. If y'all want to shout out y'all's Twitters real quick. I don't, even, I don't think uh, I even know my handle. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure mine's at Erickson Brandon. Yeah. Mine's at, at Isaac, and then you start typing T-R-A, you'll find me. There you go. There you go. One other thing: NBA preseason starts in less than a month. Crazy, fucking crazy. Feels like feels like Clay on the court again. The league is done. It's over. Andre Iguodala back on the Warriors. The league is done. That's all we know. The league is definitely fine, but it will be fun to watch the Warriors again. Yeah, even though they'll be a seven seed. Yeah, it was fun to watch Steph and Clay together. But yeah, I know. Well, I mean. I mean, I'm just excited for basketball. Like, it's finally fun for me to watch again. Now the Mavs are good. They have Luka. So, and it's, and I mean, the league recently, the amount of stars in the league is just ridiculous. Like, it's oh, fucking ridiculous. And uh, even yeah, the finals. I can't even, I can't even wait. Like, it's, it's any team, really. I, I can't wait to watch the Timberwolves, like, uh, Langelo, or not Langelo, Uh Is there one team right now, like, I legitimately could watch every team. Like, I can get even down to the Cleveland Cavaliers. They have so many young players that I'm interested to see how they fucking play together and how they work out. Like, yeah, I, I think mean, they, every they, NBA they team. Got, I uh, can't. You can't get. You can't pay me to watch the Thunder. I, I just. Oh, oh agreed. I, I'll watch. No. I'll watch Dude, so I like Shy. Boring. Bro, they got SGA, a seven. Yeah, they got, they got uh, Poku, Poku, Poku or whatever. He's like now a seven. Shut the fuck up. No, I swear Dude, to God. I know who you're talking about. Do not come in with they got Poku. Fuck out of here. I'll watch that shit. I don't give a fuck. I love it. I'll watch They'll actually be fun to watch, but um, I don't know. I The one team, I don't really like watching the Heat. I think the Heat are kind of boring. There's just a bunch of grinded out guys, but they're a good team. I just don't really care to watch That's them. That's a fun. Uh, Actually, I'm excited to know, watch the Bulls. The Sixers this year. aren't fun to watch, and B just gets the shit out out of them. And the Bucks are honestly not even fun to watch in there, but they're still good. I like watching like, Giannis. Oh uh, well, uh, yeah, Giannis, I mean Giannis. I love Giannis. I'm a huge Giannis fan. I just I, that finals. There were times where it was hard to watch. Like you're just like he just puts his shoulder down. And he just gets fucking hacked. No, but, I mean that's that's his game though. Like, just yeah, I mean, if fucking, you're comparing him to a player like Luca, who's just so awesome. Hey, all right, all right, but, all right. We're not you guys are right. Luca fast. Okay. I was I was gonna say, but when you can watch when you can watch the Detroit Pistons finally and have fun doing it, that NBA is crazy. No, like they legit. Detroit has good young players. Yeah, not just uh, the, I'm excited to watch Detroit. That's Sadiq hey, that's, Bay. That's, that's rookie nice. of the year. Oh, Sadiq Bay is so Sadiq good. Bay was gonna have him. Matt's gonna have him. One of the most. But one of the most fun teams this year who will really be bad, but will be so much fucking fun to watch is Houston. The Rockets will be just insanely fun to watch. And oh, they're gonna they're gonna give teenagers. up 140 points. They're all points good too. They got like they're gonna give up 140 points, but but they're gonna be fucking good. Or they're not gonna be fucking good, but they're gonna be fun to watch. Either way, either way, of course, we're gonna we're gonna deep dive into the NBA. I mean, we all know we we love basketball, but um we just definitely wanna knock out that football episode. I mean, I think that might be everything we got right now. Um go ahead and follow us, like, support, um, Turn on your notifications on Spotify when the podcast drop. We have uh, School for the Gifted Kids. That is a Marvel podcast that we got some buddies doing because Marvel's in the heat of their game right now. We have a main podcast where everybody gets on Bad Talk. Um, Darius hosts that, and he's been on this podcast. He was on ETA episode one. Y'all should know who that is. Um, and y'all check it all out. Y'all follow, subscribe, and, uh, and, and get some shout-outs.
Peace. Yes, sir.